at 42 years of age, <laughs> a kidney transplant, and f- stumbling to the net, David Ayers has become a household name. What are you guys thinking about that? Welcome back to another episode of Above the Ice and Into the Numbers. It's your boys, David, Christian, and Julian. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> oh, wow. There's just so many emotions. There is a lot. Well, no, there's not so many. There's one. <laughs> I'd say two, maybe. Anger and embarrassment. Yeah. Definitely embarrassment. That's the number one. I think probably the that was the most embarrassing regular season game I've watched. And before we get too far into it, we will talk about the Tampa game, but how much has that changed your feelings? On Nothing. This team? No, no, no. Zero. I, okay. I, th- I think what's the worst about it is... Uh, is the fa- Well, we all knew that they were going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning after that, right? No. No. Gotta be honest. No, that, that's lose. the most Leaf thing to do, is give you hope and put you back in. And, and I was just going to mention that, because they gave me hope against Pittsburgh. Yep. And then, like, Carolina, we're going to have a good Saturday night game, Hockey no. Night in Canada, and then that happens... No. Can we can we say I'm very upset because I had a whole bit planned, but I forgot to bring my props, so I'm gonna save it for next week. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's if it's still about David Ayers next week, I feel like. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, in my opinion, the worst loss by any NHL team in regulation history. So in, in the regular season, that's the most embarrassing loss ever. You're saying out of any NHL? Team? Out of any, any? Yeah. Think of one. I actually can't. Nashville nine two. <laughs> I heard a lot of Nashville nine two was worse. No. Maybe, maybe any loss that Detroit lost in two thousand two because how are you losing with a team that good? Yeah. yeah. Or like Colorado in two thousand. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, the Leafs blowing a five nothing lead. There's probably something where in the like, third period, but, St. Louis Blues. You know, but that's the thing. There's there's always gonna be teams. The thing the is, yeah, and the common theme of those teams is that their roster are fully professional athletes. <laughs> and this game was a little different because David Ayers is not a professional athlete. He is a Zamboni driver who beat the Leafs. And is on payroll. And who is, works for the Leafs. Who works for the Marlies. That's fun. Um, Man, they. it wasn't even about David Ayers. Like, David Ayers is obviously the story. Oh, Carolina. But I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen... Yeah, Carolina. They were blocking shots left and right. They put up I don't think wall. I've ever seen more, like falls <laughs> in a hockey game every single leave they, they just like forgot how to skate all of a sudden and they forgot how to pass yeah yeah that definitely it was like when in space jam when the monsters take you know like <laughs> yeah when they take the skill from like mugsy bogues and other, i forgot what other basketball players were in that movie but yeah that, that's how they look they look just completely disoriented and that ticks off the basketball talk bingo yeah, yeah there you go well, i mean listen i'll <laughs> fine i'll find i'll name all those players no i just yeah i it was honestly like watching a car crash it like you can't make i i don't understand charles barkley i remember he was in it patrick ewing bugs (laughs) mugsy bogues i don't remember if they take it from anybody else anyone that was good in the 90s anybody that yeah honestly sorry about that go ahead no it's okay like i like basketball i just didn't remember (laughs) i just didn't remember sorry um, you know, and even if you think about it, the Carolina Hurricanes had what forty eight, forty nine shots against the yeah, they had fifty shots. That's embarrassing on its own. And it was their second uh, half of a back to back. Yeah, yeah. And then that happens. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I mean, one thing I want to talk about is 
what was Mrazek thinking? Like, your goalie's already down, and then you're rushing over the puck like that. Hmm. Like, that yeah, honestly. And I'm surprised Clifford even got a penalty. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't that wasn't intentional at all. Got to be fully honest with you. I, it clearly looks like he was just going for the puck. Mrazek came out that but, far. Why are we talking about this? This is a good point. When we t- we're just beating around the bush here. The Leafs lost to a Zamboni driver. If this podcast was on Sunday, there'd be a lot more yelling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think... I'm just kind of numb now. <laughs> well, no, I was actually at my girlfriend's when I was watching this game. So I couldn't really freak out. <laughs> I, I still haven't got... I still have a lot bubbled up that's sort of just been... Might just punch a stranger. It's like, yeah, just <laughs> got the cap on it. It's right here. This is just going to lead to more stress and hair loss in the future, <laughs> unless I get this out eventually. But I won't scream into the mic today, because the last time I went on a rant, it was about positivity and how the Leafs could make the playoffs. Yeah, can we remember that? But like, I remember that episode. Here's the thing. Yeah. They didn't lose to a Zamboni driver that by then. <laughs> and at this point, would you like the Leafs to make the playoffs? Yeah, Do you obviously. want them to? Yes, because I feel like if they don't make the playoffs... They might do something stupid. But if they don't make the playoffs, they got to do something. Right. See, I'm very conflicted because I feel like if they do make the playoffs, <laughs> it's just another first round out. And like Chris said, you know, I think. <laughs> yeah, Steph's here to say hi. <laughs> Steph, get out. You ruined the last podcast. Um, he did. Okay. Steph- and uh, and like, no, but like Chris said, I think if they don't make the playoffs, we're at risk of them doing something really stupid. So I, I don't know. And and that's the thing with the upcoming games. Do you believe they can actually make it? Yes, I think <laughs> I think they're gonna make the playoffs because I think Florida's been that bad. But I was told on Twitter that I have to watch out for Buffalo. Apparently, <laughs> we have to watch out for Buffalo and Montreal. No, not Montreal, but no. You, I, I you would know. watch out for the Rangers, who could. I don't think the Rangers are in the Atlantic. We don't have to watch. No, I know, but I'm just saying they could be that team that steals a uh, wild card spot if the Leafs decide to go on another losing streak. Well, to be honest, I don't think the Leafs are in the wild card. No, it's either third or nothing. Yeah, it's the thirty don't make the playoffs Hmm. at this point. The Metro has the five spots locked up. The Rangers are ahead of the Panthers at this point. I feel like the Islanders will miss. No, they won't. Yeah, there's absolutely no way they do. How do you figure? Because they have three games in hand yeah. on Columbus. That and doesn't they have mean one anything. They're playing terrible hockey. No, I think Islanders lock up lock up first or second. They've only been falling. They were first in the division, then they were second for like a couple months. Yeah. Then they were third, and now they're in a wild card spot. No, they'll still. I don't think they'll go very far, but they're still going to make it. It's because their goaltending has slowed down. I mean, Varlamov and you, Grace you have a 918 and 916. You mean their unsustainable goaltending has yes. gotten that, Yeah, that's normal? been crazy for the past year and a half. Yeah. It's finally taken a dip. Yeah. And that having nobody who can score other than Matt Barzell tactic, it's starting to fall apart. That's why they they traded for JG Pajot and are currently overpaying him by a lot. You mean that's why lot. they traded a, didn't he a, score a the, lot of Didn't money. he score last night? Yeah. yeah. But it's probably, I still won't give him... the easiest goal of all time. <laughs> I still won't give him a, a five-year deal that with a six-mil AAV and the, when I haven't seen him play for my team and he's tra- had a career-high shooting percentage. Traded a first, a second, and a third for a, lot, a, for, a lot. for a career 30-point player yeah. who has a high... Hey, he had four goals in the game once. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. I remember that. You know, he's, uh, yeah, How did we get off track? I don't want to stop talking about the Zamboni. 
You want to keep. You want to relive is, that. Is I there feel, more? Is there more to talk about? I feel like that? everything that has been talked that could be everything that has been said about, has been said. Yeah. Okay. We lost to a Zamboni driver. We can just say that ten times in a row. Yet we're and every third time, in the Atlantic. And every time it's new content. Yeah. yeah. It it still rings true. Um, the thing is, we could say in different languages. Going back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I still want the Leafs to make the playoffs. Okay. For, like. I just I don't have confidence that they'll even get out of a round at this point. Because well, think about it. They're gonna make the playoffs, right? And then what do you got? You're either gonna face Tampa if you fall in the wild card. You're gonna play Boston, or you're gonna we're not play- gonna fall in the wild card. It's either Tampa or Boston. Who are, it's it's depending on if Tampa passes Boston. I don't think so. I think Boston's taking first. No. I know, man. I think so. No. Actually, I I didn't notice until last night. But only only because uh, I've been saying this for a while, and I th- I still think it's gonna happen. Tampa's been. I mean, three straight losses, but they'll bounce back. No, but I still think Boston's taken first, man. For real. Okay, you ready, guys? <laughs> that's, we, that's we lost to Zamboni Driver in Spanish. Let's not do this. <laughs> Let's not do that anymore. <laughs> um, no, I think Tampa's going to jump Boston. What language do you guys want next? I Let's not do that again. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Who do you want to face, Tampa or Boston? Boston. You'd Boston. rather face Boston, yeah. Then? Boston 100%. Because I think we'll lose in five <laughs> rather than losing in six. And I, I want them to make the playoffs. I just don't want them to Let last Let the pain end early. Yeah. Just sweep us. <laughs> can, we, I, can we just be this, specific? This has been the most difficult season to watch in recent memory. Yeah. Whether it's been... I mean, I guess we can bring this up now. Jake Muzzin is out for four, uh, four weeks yep. with a broken hand. Love that. How... I think we've we've creeped into the top four for man games lost. Mm. That's a lot. That is a lot of men, and it hasn't been Matthews this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, luckily because he's been amazing. Honest. But we've lost Tavares, Marner, Nylander for a bit, Riley, Muzzin, Mikhaev, Janssen, Kapanen for a bit. We've lost a lot of key players on this team. Pretty much everyone except Nylander and Matthews. Well, yeah, Nylander just got sick for two, two games. Yeah. That's why I brought I think the team. only two players that have played every game are Barry and Matthews. Wow. Yeah, for real. If you really go down the lineup, I don't think there's anybody else. Yeah. I mean, Jack Campbell. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, Barry and Matthews, and that's about it. We've had a very injured team. So that's no excuse, though, if you look at the Pittsburgh Penguins who manage. The thing is, they brought it up on the SDP. The Steve Dangle podcast, which is an incredible podcast. Friend of the show. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> Nobody. Um, and they said that the reason the Penguins are able to do this is because they have bona fide superstars in that Matthews, Nylander, Martin. They aren't yet those stars that can drive those lines. And honestly, I, I agree to a certain extent in that the reason the Penguins work are because they're able to have their stars and Crosby and Malkin are so good that they make guys like Brian Rust score a point per game. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't think any of them are that good yet. I think that they're more ISO generated. Like <laughs> they generate a lot from themselves and they generate a lot with each other. But if you were to put a guy mm, I don't know about that. Like Zach Hyman does a lot for his own. That's the yeah. thing. Like he drives a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we I don't I just want to see an example of a no-namer just become like a 25-goal scorer out of nowhere. But there's no just because he's playing with... With like Matthews. But did, did Connor yeah. Brown not do that as a rookie? 
He did. Playing with Matthews. But I think he has that potential already. Maybe, I do. But you don't think Brian Rust has a 20-goal potential by himself? That's a good point. But what I'm saying is like they, they've... The thing is, Crosby's been doing this his whole career. That's Crosby. Yeah. That's a superstar. No, that's Crosby. I know. So, Malkin, then. Malkin, okay. Malkin has also been doing this uh, his whole career. Those are generational players, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But that that's my point. What I wanted to bring up is we were following the Pittsburgh-Chicago model, right, of you pay your stars and you fill it up with cheap depth. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the wrong model to follow if these guys aren't at that stage yet? I, I don't think so because I do think there are guys like, you know, like you said, like there's Hyman, even guys like Kaplan and Johnson who can hold their own, but... See, I, I disagree with... I'm I'm model. actually switched. I'm... I had a conversation with my friend last year about the Florida Panthers and how we're like, we always look at them, they have a great roster, yet they always seem to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Are we overvaluing some of the players that are on this hockey team? And I think that that might be the case when it comes to the when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I, like, Kasperi Kapanen has incredible talent and all-world speed. He just, he hasn't been able to put it together for an entire season. Andreas Janssen hasn't been able to do that either. While they're getting stuck in roles that maybe aren't ideal, they're not finding that scoring touch when they need to. I definitely yeah. think there's some players here that we've massively overrated. Like who? Janssen. I don't think Janssen's as good as people say he is. I love him. And I but I, I, I mean though, like he did have like forty seven points last year, so that's kinda hard no, to he, And he's, he's been good. he's been injured this entire year. Yeah. To be fair to him. But it's it's guys like Happening where while he's gonna score at a forty point pace, even forty five points, you can see it. It's not there every night. Because some nights he looks like a top three player on the team. Yep. He's just always going, going, going. With that speed, it's incredible. But, but that, it's not there. Isn't that what you expect from a 23-year-old kind of middle six player to be kind of inconsistent some days? Yeah, because if he was consistent, he wouldn't be a middle six player. He'd be an elite player. No, that's but, not my point. Yeah. I, I'm, consistency doesn't just come from he's scoring a goal every night. I'm saying when he's on, he, he's scoring. But I just want to see him on for... 60 games yeah, out, of the, I, out of 80 and I think I rather than 40 out of 80. But I don't think he's capable of being that but player. That's the thing. Then we've overvalued him. Depends then, what's, we, then what's he doing? Then if we're competing for a cup, what's he doing on this team? He's being a depth scorer. It, yeah, but that, here, here's the thing. Like, happened, I'm saying though. for $3 million, you can't expect that much. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you... Yeah. Okay, but my point is we need somebody of consistency. Uh, yeah, then that's going to cost a lot more than $3 million. I don't, I don't think, think so. It, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Uh, I don't know. No. Okay. My point is, I'm not looking for a 60 point score. So would you rather have a 30 point scorer who's consistent? No, you're than- not. You're not getting my point here. It's that Kasperi Kapanen will put up 45 points. I think there are players you can get for three mil, who will put up 40 points, but will play better two way than Kasperi Kapanen. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're talking about a better two way player, like I'm talking about more complete, consistent performances. Yeah. Is is my point here? You know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of. A little bit. That's the thing. Like Kaplan has had, like parts- Dennis Malgin, <laughs> your favorite player. My love. No, like Kaplan's had parts of the season already. Didn't he go on like an eighteen, nineteen no goal streak or something like that? And like he's that- gone through a few. And that's the thing, right? That's a player who there's some goals he scored recent, like last week or something. Beautiful goals, but you know, then he goes eighteen games no goals, and that's concerning. So I don't know what. Would you guys still consider, you know, everyone's always talking about trade Kapanen, get something for him. Would you still make that move today? Yes, but just because. It depends on the return. If you get, it's every trade though. 
Hmm? That's every trade, though. Yeah, obviously. But defense back or no? Yeah. Yeah. You need to improve it. Muzzin and Riley are out. You look at this left side. It's led by Travis Dermott. Oh, jeez. That's scary. Well, it's a, it's a good thing the trade deadline didn't just pass. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. But the point I want to bring up though from the Steve Angle podcast is I agree with some of the things they said, but I think they were getting a little crazy. When they go Matthews isn't a star, I don't oh, know. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, bring up Matthews was on. Well, what else part. do you because, want him no, to do? He. I've said this before. He's lived up to his contract. He has. Like he's been performing yeah. at an eleven point. He's scoring. He's going to score fifty goals this year. But he's like, probably going to score ninety plus points. And he's been good two way. He's been awesome. That's like the same conversation as when Edmonton missed the playoffs last year, and people were blaming McDavid. Like people were blaming McDavid. No, but if you were to blame McDavid, it'd be the same. Oh, it'd be, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. It's oh no, it's Austin Toronto. Matthews, William Nylander, this isn't basketball. John Tavares. You can't carry yeah. a play. You can't carry your team to the playoffs on your own. Yeah. I look at Boston and I say I see different. What do you mean? Okay. Here here was gonna be my point. I think the Leafs I don't think they're built properly. I don't think this team is built to win a Stanley Cup. No. I think you you keep that top six. It's incredible. They're scoring at a ridiculous rate, but you need to replace guys like Kasperi Kapanen with the player I was I was fantasizing about, like a, a solid two way consistent performance kind of guy. Because this league is being driven to the point where your scar your stars are gonna score 80 plus points. The, the league is just getting more offensive. Like it's it's high octane offense, it's high it's high speed, you know? You you rely on that because they are scoring at their rate that they're paid at because they're they're scoring more than half the goals that the team is scoring. And they're getting paid to do so. So you fill the the bottom six up with the guys who are responsible two way, who know how to back check. You can have a, you know, see, a non 26 place penalty kill. I, I don't know. I see a team like Boston, and I see a top six that's going to score most of their goals, and then a bottom six that's responsible and, you know, manageable, and then a solid blue line and great goaltending. This comes yeah. down to the is hockey a weak link or a strong link sport? And I still think. I still think it's a weak link sport. See, I still think it's a strong link sport because I really don't think a bottom six, maybe in like the playoffs, maybe you can say that, but if the Leafs' top six were better defensively, that would help more than the bottom six being better defensively. So the reason why Boston's good is because Bergeron and uh, Marshawn are two of the best defensive players in the league. They're better than the bottom six are bad. What do you mean? <laughs> they're like they're that good, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying like I think that's the difference between Toronto and Boston. Mm-hmm. Is well besides goaltending, is that Boston's top line are good offensively and good and defensively. Defense, yeah. While Toronto's first line, Matthews has improved a little bit, but they were up. But until, Mitch Marner is frustrating. Up until yeah. this year, they were just good offensively. Right. So yep. I, I think that's the difference. My, I think I think guys like Matthews will continue to get better. Marner needs to find consistency in his own end because sometimes he's just throwing passes through the zone. There's that been some games. Marner needs to find some luggage. Hyman Hyman will, Hyman will never, ever. Be criticized. Hyman's awesome. <laughs> Unless he just somehow turns in, into the Jake Gardner of forwards. Are we uh, are we gonna resign Zach Hyman? Yes, I think we are. You How do have you not? To. You How have do you not at this point? How do you not? You know, I is, is his deal, his deal's up next year. I yeah. think he's been one of the best players since January for sure. He's been one of the best players on the team. But then you got to protect him, and then that goes to a lot of extremes. Yeah, I would keep. I think Hyman is one of the biggest pieces to this Leaf team, and you have to keep him. Mm-hmm. I'd make it a priority. Maybe. How much money is he gonna get paid? That's the thing. He's getting two point two five right now. 
I think at least three, three and a half. Three point five. I wouldn't I, hate. I'd that. do that. No, I wouldn't hate that at all. I like that deal for like another three years. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Why not? If you ask for more, then that's frustrating. <laughs> See, the thing is, do you think it's the? And I still think it has to do with the system because I feel like Kapanen and Janssen, when they came up from the Marlies, they were kind of held as two-way players. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. They both they both killed penalties. Yeah, every Marley goes through that. Yeah. yeah, they're forced to kill penalties. So realistically, become solid you, Realistically, they should be good defensively. So either the efforts exactly. not there, which I don't think the efforts there, and this maybe the system's not there. And I think it's the first one. The efforts, the, not effort, there. the efforts, yeah. not there. Consistency, and that's well, because what, there, there's no way you can tell me. Is that just what me, comes with the young team, or is it this group of people? I, I think there's some toxic. Do you, thi- do you think no. it's a locker room issue? I, I think there's toxicity in the locker room. I don't think it's a, like the team. I think yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if they're not giving it their all every night, then obviously they don't care to play for each other. Because there's like no that. way you can tell me that Kapanen and Janssen aren't good enough third liners. No, that's that's what's so frustrating about them. It's, if they were to play consistently. They'd be unreal. Well, yeah. I'm going to give Johnson oh the benefit of the doubt. He's been hurt all year. He's been hurt all year. But and Kapanen. I'd rather keep him over Kapanen. Same. Because he's so he's you would just keep a more Johnson complete player. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like Kapanen has that And you can get more for Kasperi pedi- yeah. Kapanen. He has yeah. that first-round okay, yeah, pedigree. I understand that. Exactly. Janssen was a seventh-round pick, too. Oh, uh, I totally That's a great that. pickup. And Engvall, too. Um, speaking of new contracts for Zach Hyman, what do we think of the new Jake Muzzin deal? Julian, let's start with you. You know... I like it because he's only going to be here for one year. I do like... Like, I like Jake Muzzin. I do, and I know some Leaf fans may think otherwise. Um, What is it, five and a half? 5.625 for the next four years. Four I think four years is a lit. Like, I don't know if we needed him for four years, but... Welcome, your assistant captain for the Seattle Kraken, <sighs> Jake Muzzin. Yeah, he's going to be here for one year, and he's going to be a Seattle Kraken. You think so? Yeah. They didn't put the expansion. Which is a What's it called? dope name for a hockey team. Yeah, I love Kraken. it. People don't like it. I love it. That's not bad at all. sick. I like the Jake Muzzin deal. They didn't put an expansion protection in it. So that's just a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like the Jake Muzzin deal. I think it's a little long, but he would have gotten like $7 million free agency. I don't yeah, doubt. for sure. And he, I think he took a hometown discount. Did, did you see the bonus structure? Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna get paid too. Like so he, he's gonna get paid. A hundred percent. That's the goal that he's gonna be taking by Seattle. Mm-hmm. Because yep. then the four years. Because then, yeah, Seattle, Seattle won't have to pay much either. Yeah. Because no. most of it's gonna get done next year. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it isn't like a fifteen million dollars signing bonus. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen yeah. million spring. Damn. That's crazy. Okay. MLSE. Yeah, just yeah. giving it out. Uh, I don't know. We I, we do need Jake Muzzin. On this team. We understand that, though, yes. right? Yes, Because while it, uh, we have people who don't think his play is sustainable uh, into, like, mid-30s, he's still an extremely important defenseman on this hockey team because he's the only defenseman on this hockey team. For real, though. I, I, I love that deal just because, think about it, you got Riley, Dermot, and Sandine on the left side. Yep. Then, just say you move Dermot to the right side next year. You try mm-hmm. that. Then you can go Riley, Muzz, and Sandine. Then... When Muzzin gets taken by Seattle, you can finally move Sandine up and like one more year for Sandine to upgrade his game and become a true top four defenseman. So then the year after that, he's ready to step in and replace Muzzin's role. I just I think that's still the problem is just the offensive defenseman we have. Like, are we ever gonna get somebody who can play actual defense? Jake Muzzin. 
What happens after Jake Because Travis German's been burning money. Yes. Justin Hole hasn't been good since well, the I, I, I think Sandine and Lilligren are both that. Yeah. No, they are. You know what I mean? Like Stay home. Yeah. Well, Lilligren especially. Lilligren, yes. Lil, yeah, Lilligren is like, he's, I, I he's, hate, he's a I, decent skater. I hate this thing that goes around where every young defenseman is automatically an ter- yeah. defenseman. They're automatically terrible defensively and will never be good defensively. <laughs> but then you realize that every— That de- they're teenagers. Every defensive defenseman was once a, was once a rookie. Yeah. yeah. So— I don't buy that Sandine is an offensive defenseman. No, I, mean, I, would, I, I wouldn't label him. I think that he's a now. two-way. I think he's a good two-way defenseman. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think Lilligren has some offensive upside, but he's more reliant on his defensive game. I like them together. They get bullied sometimes, but they're 19 and 20 years old. That's gonna happen. They definitely need to do some beefing up in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, but like I'm not worried about that. You know, I, that's not like a fundamental issue with their game. They're great skaters. They move the puck well. They just get bullied every now and then. I take that as a first pairing in like two or three years. Oh yeah, imagine if they. Yeah. I, I, I think mean, they have that potential. If they live up to that potential, they, this team, the sure. Leafs could be a really good future. But like, what's Sandine's true upside? Because I'm really high on him. His upside, or you mean like his ceiling? Like his realistic ceiling. Realistic. The highest he, I think he goes is a number two. I don't see like an Alex Petrangelo no. in him. I think I would agree with that number two, probably. Yeah, I I can agree with that. But that's but just like, me, that's just me being but like realistic, and I'm naturally not going to be like he's going to be a number one defenseman. But what do you league. call Riley right now? Because I see Riley R- as a number two. Riley isn't a number two either. But no, I don't think every team has a number one defenseman. Exactly. I don't no. think there's thirty number one defensemen. No, no, there's not. No. So really, no. I, that, that's the that's the thing. Is it? People can take it as a slight, but no, I think Rasmus Sandin will be the best defenseman on this hockey team. I think at if, his at his prime. If you count the best thirty-one defensemen in five years, I think Sandin will be one of the best thirty-one defensemen. I, okay, I, I so I kinda technically see by that. that he'd be a number one defenseman, but more traditional. He'd be our number one. Yeah, but generally <laughs> number two. Because yeah, no, there <laughs> isn't there isn't thirty actual number one defenseman yeah. in the league. It's just, just like there aren't thirty-one number one centers, Sean Monaghan. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's more number one centers than number one defensemen. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But there's there's just more in the position. Yeah. Other than McDavid, okay. some teams have two best center in the league. Don't count McDavid. Crosby. Crosby. Still Crosby right now. Yeah. If we put three there. Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. And that and that's me saying that. Who was like, I don't think he's a top three player in this league at the beginning of the year. He's done it without his line mates. Yep. Nope. I'm gonna go McKinnon, but I'm gonna go Matthews for. Matthews really? has been that. He's been that. Okay, but he's al- been that. Also, I love it. But I can also see Malkin on his day is number three. Yeah. Oh, Malkin playing like Evgeny Malkin with Crosby injured is number one. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he's number one. Seriously though. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, I think even Matthews has made an argument. That he's been a better centerman than Tavares. Do you think that he's been a better centerman? Yeah, I, th- I thought he was a better center than Tavares before Tavares joined the team. Hmm. All the, at least offensively, all the numbers show. Yep, he has been better. He will. He is better. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he's not as complete of a player as Tavares is. But Matthews is our number one center. See, and that's the thing. If Matthews already, that's our go-to guy. Yeah. No, he has to be. And you know, even with the. Because people are oh, Tavares having a bad year. I don't think <laughs> not. This bad. is what this is what he is. He's not a fifty goal scorer. Is Tavares having the most like hated on point per game season of all time. Seriously though, 
Oh, that's just what comes with being a Leaf. Poor guy. I mean, okay. I feel bad. Okay, though. scratch that. Marner's having the most hated point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marner yeah. is. Yeah. But, <sighs> but I agree. No, it's ridiculous, though. I you, Yeah, I agree because it's like he'll put up five points in a night. You know, I'm talking no, the about Marner. Thing, the thing I, I don't like about Marner is he'll have the worst game ever. <laughs> and, and then get, follow it up with an incredible. No, no. And, oh, and get, still get two assists. And then get like a secondary assist on the power play and then get like an assist on an empty netter. And then he finishes the game with two points. But then you think... That's one of the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah. John Tavares has 56 points in 57 games. Mm-hmm. 26, 26 goals. goals. Like, I, I, I think it's 100% Nylander has had a better year than Marner. Oh, Nylander's, yeah. Oh, he's, you can't even argue. Nylander, I, I, okay, I, I remember care. how we were talking about how... Marner might finish with more points, though, while missing 10 games. I don't care. Nylander's having a better season. Okay, then what's funny is, remember how we had all those numbers that were showing that Tavares was carrying Marner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Individually, with Tavares and Nylander's line mates, Nylander has been doing better. Like he's boosting Tavares. Nylander yeah. is has been better with and without Tavares than Tavares has been with him. Taken five months ago, people were saying Marner is the best player on the team. Yep, I remember that. It's just because everyone has like, yo, he's from here. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like Arizona no, man I, because he's a, American, and I won't get to see him in the Olympics. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Um, I, I think Nylander shut up all of his critics, especially now. He's he changed the way he's played. He's a different hockey yeah. player than he was before. Because he was a perimeter player, but I was fine with that because he was a good one. And then he was like, you know what? I'm just going to score a bunch of goals in front of the net. I'm just going to be Dave Anderchuk, but Swedish and silky. <laughs> I still think there's one more evolution to his game. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think. I he know can... what that is. If he... Let's say... It won't happen on this team, but I think if he were to go to another team, he could evolve himself into a number one center. To a center, yeah. You know, it's the way I, he's good on faceoffs. He's improving his like puck retrieval. Yeah, on, that on, that that play against Kucherov on the yeah. Tavares school. The, the school. Yes. Most underrated. Nobody talked about that play, but that was a great play by him. So Unreal. He, he's doing that more and more. Yeah. He. The he, only thing with him is he's constantly needing to be told to keep working. Yeah. Right. And he's an underrated neutral zone defender. He can be super lackadaisical on his own end, but he's going to score 30 goals, and he's doing it all in front of the net, and he's an incredible playmaker. Is he even 24? How old is he? He's 23. Yeah, yeah so I think when he's like 27, 28, he's going to become a center, and it's just going to be well, think about, lights out. Think about that he's a big a boy, too, now. Like He's gained a lot of weight. Like He's gotten stronger, I think. Yeah. He, he just has. And with me, 56 points in 62 games. That's great. Do you feel like that's the eventual evolution of this of this team? Like, yeah, I mean, Matthew, Matthews Ma- uses his body. Like every Matthews, now and then, no, I mean, I mean, like Matthews, first line center, Nylander, second line center. No, like, I, don't, I don't think Nylander. No, I think if center. Nylander's on this team, he's gonna well, not on this once team. Tavares moves on. In seven years, maybe yeah, we'll worry about that in seven years. Or seven years. Tavares finishes his contract on this team. Do you think Tavares ever yes. eventually goes down to the third line center? No, 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 never. I mean, unless his play regresses. Like, like you drastically, have to, you have to regress. Like a, he will regress, but I'm saying he falls off for 40 points this season. I, yeah. I'm thinking like really down the line though. In years, in year seven because of his contract, when, when like these guys are like in their early 30s or late 20s, if we have them all on the team, this so is much, what this so is much, what they do, man. We're talking about the future, yeah. and like we're seven years ahead. And no, no, and like what could be good? Do you still? Do you still but think- we're afraid in the fact that they lost. To a Zamboni driver! (laughs) 
That's just not fun to talk about, though. I don't want to talk about it, man. It's sad. Hey, do you find- I, I refuse to ignore this. I didn't watch the game against Tampa. I chose talk- to watch the Raptors game. I finally want to just acknowledge the Tampa game. Yeah, we'll talk about that. For like five minutes. Just so go I, ahead. I, I, go ahead. Okay, okay. me and Julian will talk Let's about go, it. Let's go. I watched the highlights. Okay. Because I watched the Raps Bucks, which was very entertaining. So, Leafs Tampa, they win 4-2. Yes. 4-3. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni Gord with a snipe. <laughs> William Nylander's goal was really nice. Okay, you know what I love about that? As soon as he does it, the panel's like, man, it seems like every player is scoring in between the legs nowadays. <laughs> I think it's been four different players in the league who've done that. I, I saw the best comment on Instagram. It was, Nylander one for one, JVR zero for 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my like god, that. that's so true. That's true. literally, oh, I miss JVR. I just miss that I move. I do, I do. I love JVR. He was great in front of Not your JVR on this team now. Oh, he'd be great. Just banging pucks in. Seriously, though. Second power play unit. That'd would be, be a, on the first that or second someone power play I definitely unit? miss. Second. First half play unit. No, I then who would move down to the second? I or, think, would, or would we go five no, forwards? No, no, you gotta you gotta keep JVR Marner just because that's the thing. I would think JVR is definitely on the second. I put JVR power. Marner on the second power play unit. Yeah, that would be yeah. so sick. And they can anchor their own. Why are we talking about this? Like, I don't know. Like it exists. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. Well, I want Kessel. Oh my god. We need, we, we need Bozak back. I, okay, I actually loved Bozak though. I really did for the first talk about Toronto Tampa. seven years. I, I still think Bozak will retire a Leaf. I think he'll come back after the contract after he's done in St. Louis. I wouldn't be surprised. End his career. Third, third line center for the Leafs. Yeah, he'll probably be a fourth line center. Yeah, be a fourth line center. Fourth. <laughs> he has like five years left. Maybe if Kerfoot gets traded down. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> talk about Toronto Tampa. Okay, Toronto Tampa. <laughs> I've, I've talked more about the game and I watched the highlights. Why I watched. Why like, can't we stay on topic? <laughs> Okay. Because go. because we're ignoring the fact that the Leafs lost. Do it again. Do it Don't again. to a Zamboni driver who works for them on payroll. <laughs> okay. The so door, the door wasn't all the way closed, by the way. So uh, Leafs Tampa. Okay. <laughs> Leafs Tampa. To sum it up, the Leafs came out really great in the first period. I didn't even watch the first period. Like you guys watched the highlights, but I watched the third, a little bit of the third period. Um, the second period was. Like, kind of good both ways, both teams, but third period, Tampa Bay absolutely dominated the Toronto Maple Leafs, and if it was not for Freddie Anderson, Tampa Bay wins that game. Um, But I think regardless, two points, and they're probably going to lose to Florida two, uh, on Thursday. And then Saturday, who they got? Who's yeah, big game against Ottawa. Florida. No, Dennis Malgin oh, returns. I'm, I'm going to the game. Yeah, you're going to the game. I'm, going I'm to... so f- stupid, man. Okay. Do you guys want to do... This is the segment I wanted to bring up. Everyone check your phone. I'm about to send a message. Okay. I'm scared. My elective was canceled last minute because nobody showed up. Okay. So I had some free time. So I decided, let's do a little cap-friendly armchair GM. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. So, so are we about to look at the team that you made? I'm going to send it, and I'm going to discuss it because they can't see it. Okay. But we will discuss in real time. Trending on Twitter um, after the Carolina game was fired Dubas. What do you guys think? That was trending after the Pittsburgh game, too, and the Buffalo game. No, okay, you know what? It's really stupid. We give give them a chance to fix this team, right? Yes, because we have to. Dubas gave Leaf fans what they wanted. Everything that they've wanted. Everything that they've wanted. Don't look at it, actually. Don't look at it? Until the end. This is just a hard thing to Davis looking at anyways. I'm looking at it. Because it doesn't... I, I... No. It doesn't... I just saw Jeremy Bracco's it, name. It doesn't go in order. Don't look at it. Okay, okay. The way cat-friendly works, it doesn't go in, like, chronological order, so I had to explain because it won't make sense. 
f- missed the playoffs, let's say. Okay, we missed the playoffs this year. Yeah. Okay. We get to the draft. Mm-hmm. At that said draft, you trade Anderson. Oh, God. You trade Johnson. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Together. To Carolina. For our own pickback? No. That'd be good, too. <laughs> but you get Pesci. Okay. And you get a second for the year after. That's it? Just for Anderson yeah. and Johnson. Because Anderson has one year left. You got to think about that. I yeah. think you, I think at least you could get a first. Let, I think yeah, I think you get I think you get a first. Yeah, first okay. and Pesci. If if nah, Ander- maybe if, not a first. If Anderson extends, then you get a first. Then you get a first. Yes. But I'm assuming so he can, doesn't extend. A conditional. Also going back to the team that drafted him originally. That's true. And he refused oh to play God, for them. Oh my god, yes. Controversy. Okay. And then we sign Robin Lehner. <laughs> that is what we do. So then, we talked about this. So then we, we talked about this a couple of days we, ago. We signed Robin Leonard. Yeah. Then there's a bunch of then it's Who, the proven good goalie oh. behind bad defense for uh, three years five <laughs> behind million. Chicago. That's why. That's, that's why I put him at three years five million. We go with that. He was willing to take a cheap. He wants. He wants a cheap deal. It's yeah, weird. So he doesn't want a lot of I money. I gave. I gave him the same deal as Anderson. Just to be simple. Okay. All right. Then re, uh, RFA resign period. Just resigned everyone for as minimum as possible. Two million. Then Mikheyev each. McKay, if I gave him two years, two million. That's good fine. That? Perfect. A, a mil per? No, two year, two mil. Okay. That's perfect. I like that. Perfect. Soup. He'll get his he'll get his money from Campbell's. Then congratulations <laughs> on the sponsor. I can't believe Soupy. that I actually you. happened. <laughs> then big trade here. Okay. Mitchell Marner. Oh okay. god. Here we go. To Oh god. The Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. For Ryan Getzlaff. <laughs> <laughs> For Sam Steele. See, I don't I don't want to get roasted on the Cap friendly forums, so I didn't get as much as I we could get. I kind of toned down the trade a bit, but we're getting Josh Manson, okay, Ricard Raquel, okay, oh my god, a 2021 second, which could be a first if I put a condition if Marner on that. resigns. No, if like he hits like 75 points or something, I don't know. Just okay, so he, will. he probably will. And then I just gave two prospects. I gave us uh, Sam, Sam Steele and Troy Terry. Wow. Okay, that's a lot that, for Mitch Marner. That is a lot for Mitch Marner. Okay, then we package all those picks. Oh, God. <laughs> and the second we got from Carolina, uh-huh. which could be a first, remember that? And we throw in Travis Dermott <laughs> and Jeremy Bracco. Oh, my God. Or we ship him to San Jose. Or we grab Kevin LeBanc. Okay. All of that for Kevin LeBanc? Why for two LeBanc? two seconds in Dermot? Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you said all those picks, like it, it was two like picks. all of our picks. No, the, the, <laughs> I was the, like, the what? trade is two seconds, Dermot and Bracco. I don't know. Okay, is that maybe so? We're trading a defenseman for a forward, but I also had to give it a Dermot's cap, and we just acquired Pesci and Manson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. Are ridiculous. we gonna get a redo of the whole lineup? Yeah. After yeah. The, okay. Then we got to resign LeBanc because RFA. Yeah. For, <laughs> I, I, for one year, one mil. Like what, the, the deal that he just took. I, I gave him four million for five years. I don't know. Do we like that? No. A lot of money. Oh, that's okay. a lot of money. But he's a fifty-point player. Discount this season because San Jose's terrible. They are terrible. They are. And really he's bad. still twenty-four years old. He has thirty-two points in sixty-three games. Okay. Fine. Fine. And I resigned Spezza. One year, seven hundred. Yes. Yeah, I th- yeah. Yes. Okay. Now, we can look at the full lineup. You guys can look can at I it now. Go now? Yeah, go. I'll read it off to people that can listen. Okay, thank you. We are 100k under the cap. Oh boy. We got f- first line: Raquel, Matthews, LeBanc. Second line. Wow. Okay. Second line: Hyman, Tavares, Nylander. All right. Third line: Mikheyev, Kerfoot, Kapanen. Fourth line: Engvall, Spezza. I put Malgin. You could put Troy Terry. That you fourth could. line. That fourth, fourth line is a good fourth you line. You could put Korshkov. There's a lot of guys you can put there. 
Then the defense, which is my favorite part of this team. Morgan Riley, Brett Pesci, Muzzin, Manson, Sandine, Hall. You got Lilligan as a seventh D-man. Then in net, you got Leonard, Campbell. I don't know. Here's the thing. I, that team looks pretty good. Chris, I would, I love this, and that is probably a dream defensive core. The problem is that, that decor gets torn apart the prob- in, in the expansion draft. Oh, yeah. Yes. We, get, we get picked apart. 100%. Muzzin probably gets stolen there. And if we have to protect, if we have to protect Sandine, we don't have to protect Sandine. We don't have to. He's on an entry level deal. Even even though it's it would be two years. We're good. Okay. So yeah. We, wait wait. So when when is the expansion draft? At the end of next year? Yeah. Yes. At the end of next year, yeah, we won't have to protect Sandine or Lillard. Okay, then we'll be good. Then we prote- we in this case we'd protect Riley, Pesci, Manson, Muslim would go, Sandine would. Yeah, we'll be or good. we give them a second round pick. Ba, ba, ba. To, no, but I'd to be... take Jake Muzzin. Yeah, just I... like Pittsburgh with Flurry. <laughs> oh yeah, we were gonna take him anyways, but here. <laughs> but here, he take also here, take the up. second round pick. Okay, so Julian, what are your thoughts on this team? Uh, I would like it if it actually could come true one day. Uh, so what's the most unrealistic part of that? I think that I think. Do you pack- think we do you think we got the, too much Anaheim? I don't think you're gonna ever get think, that much Manheim. Yeah, I, no, you I don't won't. think you won't gonna, get Terry or Steele. Okay, I, just, I, I, I don't think you'll get Raquel give, either. Give her the prospects. You don't think you'd get Raquel and Manson? I think you get Raquel and Manson for and a for Marner for Marner. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then the trade still works. It's Terry and Steele aren't even in the lineup. Okay. Then yeah, ignore the prospects. I would I would uh, scratch. Uh, I wouldn't even have this name right here. He was the cheapest player I could put there. <laughs> Who? Marinchin. Marinchin. Oh. And then what um, do we think of the San Jose trade? What was it again? Yeah. What, what did we get? Two, uh, two, two, two seconds in Dermot. Because we have to give it to Dermot. He so we're not going to use Dermot anyways. And he's RFA, so I didn't sign him. Okay. Oh, I just don't RFA. know if... We could do a sign-in trade as well. Because RFA for RFA, LeBanc and Dermot. Okay. That, I could realistically see that happening. I do. I think... That it's but those, a... those those two trades only happen if the first trade happens. So let's talk about that, really. Do you think that's... So, pretty? the Freddy... I... St- I mean, and Freddie and who again? Freddie and Janssen. Freddie and Janssen for Pesci a second and Leonard, technically. Yeah. Because then you sign Leonard. You sign Leonard. Based on the money you save. You know, I actually, okay. I could see the forward core actually being like, that is a, that could actually. That's a really good, because you're basically replacing Marner yes. with LeBanc and Raquel. And Raquel. Yes, yes. And I, then on the D core, you're replacing. And Laner will be 29. Yeah, you're replacing Anderson for Leonard. That's a straight swap. I think Leonard's a better goal. Imagine goalie. if the Leafs defense looked like that. And then you're, the, only, the only thing that breaks my heart is Freddie is like my favorite Leaf. But do you think we're going to re-sign him anyways? I don't think we're going to re-sign then him. Then get which value sucks. for him. I know, but I just want to I think we should all acknowledge that he has been the MVP of this team yeah. ever since he joined it. Not this year. Yeah. But the previous 3 years. He has. Rest in peace, Freddie. See, the last because I would love, love Robin Lehner on this team. You know what? I like Robin Lehner. So, he's so good. Vegas was my cup pick at the beginning of the year. I think it's going to come true because they have Robin Lehner. Yeah. Because we brought this up before. Vegas is an extremely good hockey team that was held back by goaltending. They just got a great goalie. Still, why didn't they just and keep... Vegas, isn't Vegas 8-2 and two in their last 10 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, whis- whispers. Why didn't they just trade for Lehner and keep Gallant? I don't know why. Like, I still don't understand. Also, how did Chicago not get anything for Laner or Gustafson? They got, like, two second-round picks. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to touch on this Chicago's. is... Chicago's not good. Obviously, we think this is good. We should probably see what a non-Leaf fan would think. Because yeah. They'd probably, see- they'd probably call us out on, like, some stuff that maybe we're too biased to think. Yeah, because I, I could see some people saying that's unrealistic to get both Manson and Raquel. Yeah. yeah. But, like... Because those are just... Those are two main but roster what else, players. But what else would Ducks. a Marner package th- be? 
On okay, Anaheim, so 15 sure. firsts. I want the Akil Thomas trade. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, we do OHL trades now? OHL trades, just Jeez. 20 first-round picks. <laughs> that would put us 100K under the cap? Yeah. If the really? Ca- if the cap rises to 83 million. It's 81.5 right now. So as long as it rises up by 1.5 mil. Yeah. So we get rid of Freddie. And, and the thing is, Johnson, like, which is eight mil right if there. If it does, if it doesn't rise, you trade Hall for nothing, and you put Lilligren there. You save two million. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, no. I'm just trying to think of the cap that we're dumping in, in this scenario. Is so it, it's about twenty million dollars just trading Dermot, Marner, well, Freddie. It makes it, it makes more sense to go trade by trade. So in the Marner trade, you save about four mil. Okay. In the Carolina trade, you save about four mil, so it's eight mil saved. And we put it all. But then you sign Leonard on signing. Okay, then that's three mil. That's three mil saved. And then you trade Dermot for LeBanc, so that doesn't save anything. But then you sign LeBanc, and that's four mil. Okay, so you get like a hundred. Okay. But then we don't resign CC or Barry, so you save the money from that. We're gonna resign CC. No, we're not. Don't don't say that. No. Do no. not say that. We I don't are want not it. How dare you? I don't want it. We are not signing CC. But we are. I, I, think no, we, I, I think we are. Dubis likes him. Why? Dubis likes him. He called him Cody in the <laughs> on, on T, TSN like radio. My son. He was going, yeah, we're excited to get Cody back. <laughs> Cody? That's an innocent name. Yo, actually, the and way you're, so you're, The way you... Cody? Cody? <laughs> Because that's a nice name. When you think of Cody, you don't think of a terrible think defenseman. Of, yeah, when I think of Cody, I think of a pal. I don't think of Cody Cece, the human pile. Look, there's a difference. <laughs> Just listen to the way I say it. Cody. Cody Cece. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, presents you. We're going off the rails here. Okay, do you want to talk about the trade deadline? Sure. Sure. Sure, uh... TSB's coverage of the trade deadline was pretty great, I think. Yeah, you guys was, did a great job. It was very good. David, you up to I was there in the beginning. Then I had class. And as soon as I walked in, they were like, all right, laptops and phones yeah. away. And I was really? like, I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. We had was, the same class. We were fine. I was no, really yeah. As soon as, as soon as we entered the, the Mac studio, they're like, this is a yeah. no phone, no laptop. Me and David zone. were shut down. Okay. Do you, I'm on uh, TSB here. Do you want me to go through every single trade and just see what we think? Here, how about you go through every single trade and we'll tell you who we think won real quick. Nah, that's kind of hard, though, because most of these are like pick for prospect trades. Okay. So okay. Like, you can't really say who won. But yeah, you can say it. It's weird that Boston Anaheim made two, two separate trades in two days. Boston Anaheim? Yeah. Yeah, they they did. That's kind of weird. They did. I mean, so did Detroit, Edmonton. That is true. But like it was 12 hours apart. Okay, so we'll go all the way back. What do we think of the Malgin trade? Um, I, uh, I win. Like we love that. Win for the We love that. Um, we love Dennis Malgin in this house. Love Dennis Malgin in this house. I don't think Marchman was going to have a big role in this team. And watch Marchman get into the lineup before Owen Tippett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, we got Kovalchuk to Washington for a third. Great asset management by Mark Bergevin. An incredible pickup for Washington. Yes. Because they have another heavy right-handed shot on the power play. And now Ew. you're now you're taking that into I don't the think he's going to be nearly as good as he was on Montreal. But if he can put up like half a point per There's game. rumors that he would actually go back to Montreal after he's done with Washington. Good for him. But, I mean, it's great asset management. They picked him up on waivers and got a third. So Mike Green to Edmonton. Great, oh, I like it. He has one year left on his deal. They didn't get rid of anything. Anything uh, <laughs> consequential. They got rid of Kyle Brodziak, who wasn't an, uh, a regular in their lineup, and they yeah. got rid of what a conditional pick. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, great deal. It bolsters and he's right-handed shots. I think it's really. I think it's really good for Edmonton. Nemestikov to Colorado for a fourth. Sure, why not? It's decent for Colorado because 
I think looking at um, what's his name, who came from Dallas? Why am I blanking on this? The Choo Choo Train. The Shushkin. Nachushkin. Thank you. <laughs> Why did I know him as the Choo-Choo train and not Val Nachushkin? I think I think they saw they turn around Nachushkin a little bit because he's actually like I think he's put up ten goals at this point. We started that. The Choo-Choo train? The Leafs. We we brought him out of his like, Oh yeah. We did. Could you have got like a th- So I think I think they're looking at that. He's got twelve goals, twenty five points if it's scored his first two goals in over a year against us in like yep. six for a week. Um could, could so I- it's a it's a cheap buy and Ottawa gets something for him. So could Ottawa maybe have gotten a third though? No. Or Vladimestnikov? No. They picked him up for like a fifth, I think. Yeah. Really? Pajot for a first, a second, and Ottawa third. wins this trade hands yep. down, and they are stockpiling picks, and I love it. Imagine Good for if Ottawa. Pajot flops the next few years. Just does yeah. not happen. They also resigned him for five years, six million. Six mil. And Imagine that, though. A first, a second, and a conditional third. So Ottawa now is three first in this year's draft. They could be drafting first and second overall too, yep. which is nuts. Imagine, yo, Ottawa in a few years. Hold. Who, what do you think they're gonna do with those, those picks? Uh, use them. Okay, we had we've had this discussion so many times. I'm not gonna say it again, but okay. I was gonna say, do you think they could trade up to one with the two picks? But no one's gonna. I trade think the first they, could, yes. they could. With, just, with a three yeah. picks, easily too. But um, do you think the first whoever gets the first round pick? I don't think anyone's gonna trade it. Yeah, I, it's a it's Lafreniere. I don't think you're gonna. What trade if they that. have second and fifth, and the team that is first is really like. Old school GM, and they really want Byfield, Colorado. But then wouldn't they just <laughs> wouldn't they just draft Byfield then? I mean, at that point, yeah. yeah. It's weird when you're that GM, and you're like, you, are you just accepting that Lafreniere is the better pick, and you're gonna trade for Byfield instead? It's weird. Like after this, okay, tra- no, let's just keep going through the trades. Yeah, Vinny Trocheck, Vinny Trocheck for Eric Halla, Target, and uh, two prospects. I still understand I why Florida. <laughs> Lucas Target, I, you're so funny, Chris. Um, <laughs> Walmart is having a decent year. So is Eric Halla. He had a really hot start Hala's with the Hurricanes, good. actually. But neither of them are Vinny Trocek. This reminds me of the Nino Niederreiter trade. Just because I feel like Colorado, uh, Carolina got a, an undervalued player that they're going to turn into a better player. And Trocek's upside is way higher than any of those guys. Oh, for sure. They they won that trade. And I, I think Car- yeah. Carolina's Trocek, just a great environment. He hasn't had the best year, but he was actually... Apparently he's, he, a, he's a really, really good player. Well, he anchors. Apparently, he, an- he beefed with Quenville, and that was the reason why they put oh, him on really? I mean, 50, 54 points in 55 games last that, year. Yeah. 36 points in 55 games this year. Didn't he have 75 points two years ago? Yeah. That's yeah, the thing, though. That's it's a great like, player. Is, Wait, if, did I say 50? I meant that was Pems. Uh, 34 points in 30, 55, 75, and 82. But if you're trying to, like, if you're Florida, if, if you're Florida <laughs> and you're trying to make the playoffs, but I you're going to give away Trocek, I, I don't know. Apparently, they're trying to cut costs. Which the hurricane? No, the the Panthers. Yeah, yeah that's a yikes. Mhm. Mm. Uh, Trocek's the kind of guy who can anchor his, who can anchor a line. He's yes. that good of a center. Like he's he's really responsible and he's got a lot of skill. So can, I like that trade for this. For this Carolina. brings me back to my big hot take of the summer. Aaron Eckblad is getting traded. Possible. I don't know. Cause the thing is, I would. Well, Talon is such a bad GM. I know, but I used to not be really big on Aaron Eckblad. I thought he was taking a while to make his mark on this league. I think he's really. Coming to his own this year, he's M- been very Marner for Ekblad. No, like Florida. Wait, wait, wait! Adams. You wouldn't want that. I mean, I don't. know. That was an instant no out of you. Marner for e- for Is Aaron Ekblad. He's right handed. M- Marner for Ekblad and a winger that makes up the salary. I I don't think it can't be straight up Marner Ekblad. No, but M- Ekblad Hoffman. That's Ooh. way too much. They wouldn't give up they that much for Marner. You think so? No, no. Patty Marlowe. 
to Pittsburgh. to Pittsburgh for a third. That's fine. Good asset management by San Jose. Happy for Patty Marlowe. Glad he's gonna get a chance at a cup. And he's it's, unlike uh, the team he cheer, the team he cheered for going up. Kreider, uh, seven year extension, six million. Six point five um, million. He isn't. He's gonna be a Ranger through that contract. He's not gonna get picked up by the Kraken. A little bit of an overpay. A little, just a little. But yes, I agree. But he's very important to that team. Yeah. Wayne Simmons goes to his fourth team in big, a year and a half. Big, big win for the Buffalo Sabers to me. Why? They don't Why? Even need Wayne, him. Wayne Simmons is not good. He's uh, not. He's not good for anymore. Fifth round pick. I think it's good for. Welcome them. to the Seattle Kraken, Wayne Simmons. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be a, a Kraken. Um, this so guy's he's touring not, the league. I love him. I love Wayne Simmons. I do. He's just not the player he used to be. Fell well, off. Too many injuries. But I think he, I think that's still fine for a conditional fifth. Yeah. But why is why is Buffalo doing that at all? It's it's <laughs> a it's a waste of a move. It's a, yeah. It was completely stupid. Andreas. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Andreas Turtle at NSU. I'm still bitter. To Edmonton. Uh, I think Edmonton. Uh, great is, pickup. Edmonton that. is looking great. I mean, if we're gonna talk about that, we also talk about the Tyler Ennis pickup. Yeah. Uh, Edmonton. That line. Was yes. fun to watch. So much speed. I feel crazy. like we've been saying Ennis to Edmonton for like three years now. It finally happened. Mm-hmm. It finally happened. No, that's I, uh, Johnny Goudreau. He moved to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of that move? Um, uh, it's a good move. No, but the the, the bladder f- to me <laughs> his Edmonton, bladder freedom cap space. Uh, we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Eric uh, Gustafson. Okay, you're just stealing my thunder here. You can read them off. It's fine. To the Flames. <laughs> I thought we were just going back and forth. Okay, go back and forth. No, what? it's good for the. No, what what they get for Gustafson? Well, according to at the sport board, it didn't say. We didn't say. Conditional fourth, I think. Uh, I thought it was a second. It's. Uh, I thought it was a third. Hold on, hold on. It's a third. Third? Yeah. No, yeah. I refuse to believe you. If it's not a third, I'll walk out right now. Okay. And if it is a third, then I will sit in my seat and stare at you. It's a third. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. Okay. Brady Shea traded to who? Carolina for a first-round pick. Overpay. That, yeah, he's already overpaid, yep. and they just overpaid to trade for him. He like, he hasn't built, lived up to that rookie deal. Nope. He's been bad. I, like, I really agree. not good. I agree. Is Carolina just trying to build the, like, the most defenseman? The most, of, yeah. Seriously, though. I think I think they're going to start. You know how Pissig is playing right wing? I think they're going to start putting defensemen. This comes back to wing. my thing. Florida would rather play Mark Pizik, second line right wing, than call up Owen Tibbet, who's playing for a game in the eight. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next trade. Hockey genius Joel Quenville. Yikes. Sammy Vatanen traded the Carolina for a second. That's a lot. You think um, so? For Vatanen. You think so? Yeah. Would you take that trade for the Leafs? Right, what was it? Yeah, but I think they're in a more dire. What did you say they got for Vatanen? somebody like Vatanen? A second. No. Vatanen is a little overrated in my opinion. He like he's solid, but oh. he's not. Never mind. It's a fourth and Kukinen. Yeah. For Vatanen. Yeah. That's fine then. Eh, I don't know. I'm high on Kukinen. I think he's good. I think he's probably better in a second. Another defenseman for the Hurricanes. Uh, the Penguins trade Dominic Cahoon to the Sabers for Connor Sheary. And Evan Rodriguez. Love that move. Absolutely love I think that that's move. good. Great for the Penguins. Yeah. Evan yeah. Rodriguez, I can't even say his name. It's really underrated. I think he'll be a solid fourth-line center for them. I mean, I like Cahoon. And Shiri has that. Cahoon is a good player. The Pens are going for it now. Yeah. Yes. So. I like Penguins. Oh, my God. Could be a cup front Can runner. we place our bets on the next player who Chicago's going to sign that starts with uh, KU? KU. And they're just going to come out of nowhere? <laughs> Carson Kuhlman. Remember when Boston was like... Guaranteed. I had a Bruins fan tell me 
that Carson. Be Kuhlman. worried about Carson Kuhlman. Be worried. <laughs> where's that Drake meme? Where he's like, oh. In my opinion, the best <laughs> trade was for Vegas. Uh, Robin Laner. They acquired Laner for a second round pick, Malcolm Subban, and a prospect. Which prospect was that? Uh, Demon. Wait, you easy. got the trade wrong. I got the trade wrong. Chicago traded Leonard to the Leafs. That's right. That is correct. Chicago traded Leonard to the Leafs. We retained 41%. 44. 44%. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And Chicago retained 50. And Vegas is paying Leonard 6% of his salary. <laughs> and we also traded Martin's Zirkles for a fifth-round pick. I am yes. outraged by that trade. No. <laughs> I mean, if we weren't going to use the cap space, you might as well get I'll the take fifth a fifth. Of it. That yeah, fifth whatever. is giving the next... Andreas Janssen. Adam Brooks. Oh, oh boys. Great player. I kind of like I like him. He's all right. Uh, my opinion, this is the biggest steal of the deadline, and I think it's the most consequential move because do Vegas think, got exactly what they need. Do you think, I, I, I think Lanner's that good. Do you think Lanner will start every game? Or like, do you think he'll be the starter now? Yeah. No. You don't think he'll start? No. Well, he'll start a game, but I think they're going to be. I think they're going to play the hot hand. Because oh, okay. if Lane, if, sorry, if Flurry comes back with a, a nine twenty five save percentage in his next performance, how do you not split them? And Laner hasn't been a true starter ever. Like okay. at least in his in his emergence after you know battling with mental health, good for him. He he split starts with Grice and with Crawford, and while he's been the better of the two goalies in both situations, he doesn't he doesn't start sixty games. So I don't I don't see him starting that kind of portion. For the Knights, especially because why would they want to do that to Flurry as well? Obviously, for us, we can we can say okay, slot Laner in. He's been better throughout the season. There's a lot of personal things that go on in the team as well. You can't just take away that spot from Flurry. Yeah, I get that. You gotta let them split it. Also, uh, Alex Martinez. I like that pickup by Vegas. That was that was good. great for two seconds. Two seconds, but again, Vegas's picks don't mean the same as everyone else's picks. We sure. know that they have. They have an abundance of Yeah, they've more than everybody, except right. for Montreal and Ottawa. Um, we covered the Shea trade. We covered Jake Muzzin. Do you want to talk about some trades that didn't happen? Barclay Goudreau. Oh, yeah. It's... To Tampa for a first round. And Coleman okay. to Tampa. I like the well, Coleman pickup. I don't. Why? A first round pick and Nolan Foote. It's two first wait, round wait, picks. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Two. Okay, sorry. I forgot about the return. That's my bad. Two first round picks. That's my bad. For Coleman. Three first round picks. Terrible. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me because I forgot about. I thought the re- I, I thought the return was like a second for Blake Coleman. You're trading, yeah, Nolan Foot. It's two firsts. Just say, say yeah, it's, it's two and firsts. It's two firsts. Because that's pick- so much. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think for I Coleman did- and Goudreau, well, like they're decent it, depth it, it, forwards. In they're total, not game changers. They traded three firsts for two bottom six players. Yeah, that but is hey, an absolute. I'm telling you, that's though. a travesty in asset. Who's management. their new GM? But uh, Julian Brisebois. Thank you. Is that his name? Yeah. 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 But what's what it is about? Is it's something Tampa. about the name Julian, <laughs> and bad takes. <laughs> we just rip on him every single. All time. I'm saying is, actually, no. You know what? It's been good the last like four or five. Like, I, I, I haven't been, been ripped on because so. you haven't made any bad takes. Yeah, it's been. Good. And he hasn't been talking about dry. And you were kind of regular yeah. dry settle, so we're. Yeah. By the way, I refuse. No, he's still terrible defensively. Okay. We're not gonna go that. And now. I won't stop until people acknowledge that. Great, <laughs> I, w- I won't. I won't stop. I won't stop. He's gonna hit 100 points before any other player, but I will not. Do stop. we think uh, 99 points right now? Yeah, I know. Would Eisenman make those trades? Absolutely not. No, he wouldn't. So, he probably would have traded a seventh-round pick this and gotten a first-round pick. There's going all in, and there's being stupid. 
Mm-hmm. But I, that's what I think it is. I think in, in his mind, he's like, we're going all in. We're not happening what's going on with Columbus last year. We're doing this. We're not. Uh, we're making sure. Wouldn't you rather just... I think it's a bad deal, but I think he's trying to make sure his squad is geared okay, up. Okay, all I'm saying is... Athena's- squad! I like I like the Bogosian pickup more than I like the Goudreau. Because it was or free. Tr- exactly. That was a good pickup, though. Just all, all I'm saying is, Athanasiu was traded for two seconds. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just do that? A former 30-goal scorer. Yep. You One just, year removed from 30 goals. Okay, let's say even the first. You can trade a first for Goudreau, or you can trade a first for Thanasiu. I'd rather. I think I know which one I'd rather do. Imagine yeah. being Anathese. <laughs> or you could trade a first for Brady Shea, or trade a first for And Ranger. Possibly, they, they love Ranger players. Take poss- another Ranger player. Or possibly Robin Lee. Yeah. I'd even do the Peugeot trade, even Ooh. though I don't like it. I'd still rather do that. So, we're going to go in this order. Okay. Who is your biggest winner of the deadline? Biggest winner, biggest loser. Okay. This is a non-conventional pick. I'm going to go Ottawa. Ottawa? I like that. I think okay. Ottawa, when you look at teams that entered the trade deadline and teams that left the trade deadline, I think Ottawa's in the best shape. Ottawa will mention Edmonton. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna Who's go your biggest loser? Oh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, do that. we'll do that afterwards. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm going Edmonton. Okay. Edmonton. I think I, for me, Edmonton looks a lot more dangerous now. Than before the deadline, mm-hmm. like they made some very, very key pickups. Green, yes, Athanasiu and Ennis. They they targeted the right areas of their team that they need to get people for, and I think they're going to be a big hit in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm starting to like the Oilers lineup. I know it's weird. Um, since you guys both brought up the Oilers, my biggest winner of the deadline will be Vegas because I said it before they're a great hockey team. Yeah, all like. They're, they don't look at their blue lines led by Nate Schmidt. Yet their defensive system is just sound it already. Is, is an they interesting have an uh, incredible forward group. Yeah, I'd say Theodore is their best defenseman. They're a good team. Sorry, Theodore is he's really coming into his own. He's having a great. And year. you know what the thing about Leonard is? If he were to like, he could end up having a really good you know finale here. He just needs season. yeah, and he just he has needs a good team in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's my point. I think Vegas, while they didn't make the most moves, they made the most consequential move. I get that. Okay. Biggest loser. You went Tampa Bay. I'm going to say Explain Tampa why. just because we already talked about that, so it's kind of boring. I'm also going to say Montreal. Mm. They could have done more. They could have gotten a lot for Jeff Petrie. Why? Are you, apparently, they were offered Jake Bean in a first. For Jeff Petrie. You make that trade take that. a million times out of 100. You also trade Thomas Tatar, I think, because he's having his mm-hmm. best season he'll ever You could have gotten so much for him as well. Teams are giving up first for fourth liners. Tatar could have got a Pajot-like return. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get a first, a Again. second, and third for. <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> that's so true. So are you are you saying Montreal for what they had? That what they did? well, what are they doing as a team? They're not contending. They don't seem to be rebuilding. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do. Like Kovalchuk, they they handled that well. Yeah, but I don't know why they still think that even if they do, why would they want to make the playoffs with this roster? They're not going to make the playoffs. No. They're not. No, but like they're tr- they're still. And okay, trying to. I, I'd at least respect them if they added. Yeah, then go for it. You pull a keep, Columbus. Keep Kovalchuk and go that. for it. Yeah, pull a Columbus. Grab a fan of CU. Like, go for it. But no, what they did was terrible. And I think Bergevin should probably be fired. Not for this, but for a lot of things. Because the fact that Petrie has a one year left on his deal, are they going to trade him in the summer? If they can trade him in the summer, then it's fine. He can walk. When do you guys but think. Uh, if they're going to. Is he not a UFA? No, he's one year left after this. Okay. Mm. Okay. I thought, I thought, I thought next year's deadline, they won't get a first and Jake. Dude, Bean. he has term. Teams are paying a premium. Teams are paying Seriously. a first and Jake. Right-handed Bean. defenseman. 
who has another who has control. Yeah. And I think how that, do you not... that would have been a good trade for Carolina. I don't think that would have been a bad trade. No, but, but it the return is amazing. A first round pick. You will not get that type of return next year. No, you won't. Because no. he isn't he, no. yeah, he'll be at UFA. Um who's your biggest loser of the deadline? Um, you know, actually I, I actually have to go with you, Chris, with the Habs because I think after those points you made, I was gonna pick another one, but um I think all the points you made, it's almost like what they did not do or what yeah. they're not doing. And it's uh it is concerning. Like in in your guys' opinion, when is the next time Montreal is good or makes the playoffs? They gotta I don't think go uh two trades that we didn't bring up were Boston acquiring Andre Kasha. Oh, yeah. From good. the Ducks for David Backus, a first-round pick, and Axel Anderson. I don't mind that. That's a good pickup. That's a good pickup. Because they cut salary. Yeah. And then they add Andre Kasha. And then they also traded Danton Heinen for Nick Ritchie. Lateral move. I don't think it was a lateral move. I think Heinen has a decent, like, a third-line center ceiling. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Nick, Nick Ritchie is done. I don't Yeah. I, think I don't I think, trust any part of his game. I think Heinen is definitely third. There were, there were points where Don Cherry was talking about how the Leafs should have drafted Nick Ritchie and not Nylander. Um, <laughs> did, did you want? Sorry, did, did you want to expand on Bert, anything about Bert Montreal? Draft no. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. No. Nonus. Nonus. It was Nonus. Mm. Who? Who? Oh, Burke drafted Riley. My bad. Thank you. And Kadri. Uh, my biggest loser is Joe Thornton. So mm. brutal. You know what? And Poor I, guy. I do feel. I was gonna really say the Leafs. <laughs> I was gonna say the Leafs, because I still think that we didn't come out. No, but the thing, I, the thing I want to hate. I like, I like Callie. Th- listen, the thing is, Callie Rosen. That was actually a super underrated move because that was yeah, because now that Muzzin's injured, two Leafs probably things. gonna get no, he's in. Playing. They called him up. They called yeah. him up. Two Leaf things. Also, no Marinson will play because right now we have nobody on the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Oh jeez. You need Marinson on the penalty kill. Who him. are you gonna put out there? He's, he's he okay for as bad as he is. He has like good zone entry he, stats. He, people were saying. To play seven defensemen and only play Marinson on the penalty kill, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that either. I would be fine with that. <laughs> but two things on the Leafs: people are blaming Dubis, oh. saying it's he his, has to. No, he has to trust the it's, team. It's his fault that his two best defensemen are injured. Yeah, any team, their two best defensemen get hurt, they're they're, they're in trouble. In a bad spot. You don't just unless you're maybe Carolina, I guess. Yeah. But no. I another think, thing is, if they traded for Campbell and Clifford, two weeks later. Everyone would be saying, "Great deadline by, by, for the Leafs. They acquired yeah, a backup goalie, anything, we and they got we that great made that toughness. deal even earlier." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. same thing with Muzzin last year. They said, "Oh, Leafs didn't acquire a D-man at the deadline." Yeah, no, they did. They, they just did it earlier, which is mm-hmm. better. You know, it's better because then he can adjust to the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because a move doesn't happen on the deadline doesn't mean it's a deadline move. I know. My 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 point of I was honestly, I was more, I was yeah. mainly just calling them out just to be mean because I'm mad. What would you have done for the Leafs? Yeah. I honestly don't even know. Like, if it, I, I don't think you should trade Tyson Berry if you aren't going to get a, a good return. Yeah, imagine you we, don't. Imagine we traded Barry, the state of this defense right now. No, no, no. Traded. Obviously, you get a defense in return. You ideally. have to. You have. To. People but are I saying trade him for like a second. I would have this decor. The Can thing I go on a rant about Tyson Berry in a couple minutes? Yeah. Am I the only one that's not that mad at him? Thank you. Okay, we'll go on it now. Tyson Berry hasn't been great. He hasn't. He has a lot of defensive deficiencies. He gives the puck away. And the shot selection from the point isn't ideal. Here's the thing, though. He's not Alex Petrangelo. And I, I get that. And we are putting him, due to injuries, 
we have put him in a role where he is supposed to be playing like a number one defenseman. I watched a lot of him in Colorado. That's why I liked him so much yeah. because he was great. He played with Eric Johnson, who literally was not allowed to cross his own blue line. Yes. And he was able to jump up into the rush. He was very sheltered. He got decent minutes, but he was a power play quarterback, a sheltered defenseman with a partner who understood how he played. He, even after- he hasn't gotten that. He's gotten power play quarterback. Yeah. And yeah. people are like, well, he's got number one defenseman minutes. He's not a number one defenseman. Stop putting him in that role. I'm just he, like, he hasn't been deployed properly, which like I understand why he's been making these mistakes. You know, he's not that yeah. kind of player, and we're expecting him to be it. I still, yeah. I still like him. I think he's gonna get paid a lot. I think he's gonna go to Vancouver. Ever since Keith took over, he's been the he's same Tyson Berry. He's still on pace for 47 points this year, even after that terrible start. Despite not scoring but at we're all, we're gonna lose him for the first for 20 nothing, games. Though. That was always the situation. I know, though. but the thing is, I'd rather lose him. Okay. Would you rather lose him for nothing? I want to get. I would or like and make the playoffs or not get a good return. But do you think we would have gotten a bad return though for Barry? I think that's the reason we didn't trade him. If if we were getting a first round pick, apparently we were offered a Vatnin like return. Hmm. What does that mean? A fourth and a decent prospect. That is not enough. We don't need a decent prospect or or a fourth. Like I'm tired of it. Uh, Random. Do we think Robertson makes this team next year? Ooh. No. Uh, then a year after, yes. You can't send them back to the OHL, though. What else is yes. he going to do there? Because I want So to. would you— the, No, I don't know. One year I, I, don't, I don't think he may— no? So can't. the way his contract is structured, you can't put him in the AHL. He has, what, 47 goals in 41 games right now? I mean, you'd have to see how he does at camp. When's your guys' birthday? Because he might August be— August 29th. He, uh, July 29th. Okay. I think he's younger than you. What Wait am I, for— What am I doing with my life? Can I, can I look this up here? Yeah, I'll look it up. Because I, I, cause I just thought how young he is, and that's crazy. Can I ask you guys a question? He's a very good hockey player. There's 16, very good uh, 16 games left for the Leafs in the season. How many of them? He was born think? September 11th, 2001. He is younger than me. When, when were you born? <laughs> what? When were you born? July. So he's younger than you, too. He's younger than you, too. That's crazy. Why, are you in December? November. November, okay. But That's nuts. That's crazy. I'm, I'm rooting for a guy who's younger than me. That feels weird. But I'm taller than him. He's five <laughs> nice. foot nine. I got, at least I got that. And we'll talk about this guy being on the Leafs next year. Um, yeah. That's crazy. He's but, really good. He is. So I'm saying, like, I don't know. I think he can make it his team next year. When does Semin Durag and Chinsev make But it kind of depends what the Leafs do in, in the offseason as well. No. I feel like that he has a longer term. He's the longer term project, I think. No. Yeah. Durag and Chinsev? Yeah. Of course. Um... With Nick Robertson, yeah, I think you see how he does at camp, because if he just shows up and he's completely out of shape, and I don't, yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. But you have to see how he performs with NHL players. What a great pick! Yeah, you know what great though, he, I, he's he's a second round pick with first round caliber. Yes, like, he's a first round caliber player. F, who was picked in the F, second round. All the mock drafts had him at like twenty. We got some. I mean, Lilligren dropped to us. Sandine yeah. dropped to us. We traded back for Sandine. I I honestly that's think crazy. that they're not going to play Robinson this season. I think it's going to be the year after. The thing is, like, uh, if Robinson was, like, two days younger or, like, a week younger, he would have been in this draft. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he goes in this draft? Probably top 10. After that With season, this kind of year? Yeah. That's oh, he's yeah. I mean, he's obviously not having as good a season as, like, Rossi and Perfetti and those guys. He'd go. He'd probably go top 12. Yeah, he'd be, like, yep. in the second tier of players. Like, top 12 in a draft that's stacked. One of the best drafts of all time. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't even happened yet. You can't call No, it. I, I'm calling it that. Really? Projected to be a great draft. 
there's players on pace for 150 point OHL seasons that mm-hmm. are like not even yeah. top five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marco Rossi's having yeah. a like, better draft, like almost as good as a draft year as McDavid. Do you put? Yeah. Would you put Ottawa front runner for Lafreniere right now? I mean, it's a draft lottery. You can't really. If that. Ottawa, I, I they, don't know. I I envision him in a Detroit jersey. I don't. I think they're gonna. I think the NHL has to rig it, and send him to LA. <laughs> Just because I I don't want another good player on a terrible franchise. No, I want him in Detroit because then him and Zadina. They're oh in God. our division. Yeah, I, know, I don't. Want, I know, but like he can't be. Imagine Lafreniere just becomes a killer, man. He will be. He will be. Okay, last thing. How many points do you think Lafreniere gets as a rookie? As a rookie, depends on what team. Uh, we'll go. Okay, LA. three different scenarios. Okay, he's on LA. He's on Ottawa. This is legit the last thing. So we're wrapping up. And he's on Detroit. I have one other thing too. On Detroit, no, no, no. Detroit. Well, quickly. I'm gonna give you his line mates too. Detroit. He's playing with Larkin and Mantha. How many points does he put up? Detroit. Mm-hmm. Seventy-one. Seventy-one rookie year. Oh, that's sixty-five. Next. Ottawa. He's playing with Connor Brown and uh, Colin White. Uh, I still think uh, 59. 55. Okay. Finally, LA. He's playing with Ifalo and Kopitar. Hmm. 66. I was about to say, I was going to say 67. So your highest point total would be with Detroit. Give me, so just give me every, there's a couple other options there too. Who else is in the bottom there? In LA? No, uh, New Jersey. What's what'd that look like? Oh, in New Jersey, Ugh. he's playing with Nico Heischer and Cal Palmieri. Fifty-seven. Seventy. I think he puts up a lot of points. Do you think he puts line. a lot in Jersey? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one? I that's, think he puts up seventy-five. Nikita Gusev leads that team in points. I think he's having a really underrated year. Mm, he's no. Not he great. literally people are talking about him like he just came in as a complete bust. No, he has he hasn't been a bust. He's on pace like forty-five. But also, points. he's on. He's he has thirty-nine points in fifty-nine games. That's really good. He is. That's like a fifty-point pace. Second on the Devils. Okay, Julian, your quick thing. Then we got. Yeah. So only thing I was gonna mention, just last thing about the Leafs, there's sixteen games left. Leafs have two back-to-backs. How many games do you think Campbell plays? At least five. Do you think he gets in five? Yeah. Wait. Um, what? Wait. What's the condition on the pick? On which pick? He has. If he wins six games, he's already at three. Oh wait, what is that again? If then it's a second. Yeah, that's the second. I don't know. You give it. A, I'd rather them win more games. True. So. Okay, we're done here. Um, Jack Campbell, he plays five because Freddie is gonna come back to form and be Freddie. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks we'll for see listening. you next Follow week. Follow the sport board. Follow sport board. Yeah, Drink the- wellness juice. We'll see you guys. And the Leafs lost to a Zamboni driver. <laughs>